Hi, I'm Josh McDonald. And I'm Randa Matiri, and we are Hand Therapy Academy. Today we're talking about new level two students, what to expect of them, how we onboard them, uh, what students come in knowing, and how we plan to get them to entry-level therapist in 12 weeks. Yes, and entry-level in hand therapy, right? Yeah. Or are we just talking entry-level in therapy? Let's be specific to hand therapy because that's what we know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think so, it's a lot to do get a student, to, and you really have to have the right student, right? Because I've had several students where I'm like, well, I don't know if you're ready for hand therapy, but I think you could definitely do other rotations very well, right? So we, sometimes we get students that maybe aren't as interested in hand therapy, um, but you're still trying to get them somewhat ready with like the basic things, I think like trigger finger osteoarthritis, um, but I think your expectations or my expectations are slightly different because I don't expect all of my students to be hand therapists. And it's tough. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, and I've told a lot of the schools that send students to me, I'd, I'd much prefer a student who wants to do hand therapy because 12 weeks of this is intense and I'm going to be quizzing you on a bunch of stuff and giving you assignments and things to learn. And if it's not something you're passionate or interested in, at least, even if not passionate, that's tough. But I've had students that came in that where it was like a, a kind of a crisis, their other rotation fell through and they just needed something. And I said, sure, I'll take them. And that went great and I hired the person. So there's there's a fair amount of times that this can be a, a kind of like a realization, hey, this is something I really do enjoy. So it's tough. Like I want someone passionate about it, but I also want to give someone a chance if it's something they're interested in. Yeah, same for me. You know, I, I've had some really great students that weren't interested in hand therapy and I think that's fine. You know, I think there's still a lot of value in them having a hand therapy rotation because you're teaching them some very things very basic things that a lot of patients have, whether it be in acute or in skilled nursing facility, or even just a general outpatient setting, a lot of times they'll have, the patient will have shoulder problems, right? They might have, you know, tennis elbow, trigger finger, some of those things that we talked about before that are very, you know, I wouldn't say basic problems, but somewhat simple, easy to understand, but very common with um, the patients and patient populations in most settings. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'll have students come in and say, what do I need to know coming into this? And so they, you know, I'll get an email a couple of weeks out and say like, what should I read? What should I look into my standard? And it's not all that unique is just to say, get as much awareness of anatomy as you can spend time looking at muscle origins, insertions, um, flexor tendon anatomy. And I'll give them a list of a couple of different things, extensor tendon, bony anatomy, all that stuff. Just be familiar with it. But I expect them to come in not really knowing a ton. I'm not going to quiz them day one and expect them to know stuff. I may quiz them to get a barometer of where they are, but yeah, I don't expect students to know all that much coming in. And then when you tell them, because you know, this is something I've done in the past where I'm saying you need to know your anatomy really well before you get here. And I feel like when I say that, they're like, okay, but then they're like, well, what do I need to know? Right? Like, I yeah. think sometimes when I say that it's too broad. So I've been trying to change my approach and be like, okay, I want you to know, you know, all the flexors and extensors of the hand, their origin and insertion, and trying to be very specific because I feel like I've had better out, but it could just be the student, right? You know, I don't know. It is hard when you're, when you say no anatomy and they think, okay, I had the anatomy class and I'll flip through my book again. And yep, that all rings a bell. But to say, I'm going to quiz you on day one to see what you learned coming into this. And I've had some students come from schools that really did not do a good job of covering upper extremity anatomy and kinesiology and all that stuff. And other students come from schools that were fantastic 
And that's not always a, a gauge of how well they're going to do by the end because it's how hard they work those couple of weeks before they start and then how much they invest in the process throughout. So they don't have to know a ton and come from the best hand therapy or upper extremity uh, program. Yeah, that's very true. It all depends on, I think, the school they've come from and what they've been taught. So I think it's unfair to some of those students when you cut, when they come in and they're like, oh, I don't even, you know, we didn't even really have upper extremity anatomy. We had, you know, we weren't even, we didn't have cadavers. We kind of did some slideshows, but it was during quarantine, you know. So I think yeah. where they come from is, it's hard. And then you kind of figure out where they're at when they first start and then try to advance their skills from there. Yeah. Yeah. And I want out of it, like, what am I looking for out of a student? What's when I didn't say like, what, what, what's, what should I do? What should I be? Honestly, it's work ethic. It's, it's sticking to a plan. We do nightly assignments of like, Hey, I want you to go look up trigger finger and we come back. We're going to talk about it. I don't expect them to have mastered it, but I want to know that they put a good effort into finding stuff. And again, we're specific about what they're looking at. So they're not lost in the, you know, in the, the rabbit hole of the internet, but I want a student who's got the work ethic that says, I'm going to really apply to learning the stuff and the treatings and documentation side. Yeah. And I think, um, especially I think at your site, it can be intense, right? So, and intimidating. So when you first meet Josh, I think, you know, like, oh, geez, he wants me to like study every single night. And, you know, and I think this is to like a newer generation that I think Josh and I both adjust to is they don't sometimes want to work outside of their hours. Right. And I think for both of us, that's not our expectation. Our expectation is for them to go home and, and get prepared for the next day and spend an hour or two studying. But the, <laughs> I feel like the newer grads have all been like drilled into their head, how important work-life balance is. So how do you um, bridge that? And how do you handle that, that situation? First I am very self-aware now to realize what I did not know before, that I am a little intimidating on first introduction with students. So I realize that and I try to downplay that a little bit and turn that down a little bit, but it is what it is. Uh, um, but I tell students like, you got 12 weeks to learn an awful lot of stuff and every rotation is challenging. But some rotations take a little bit more outside work than others, and this is one of those. Um, I think pediatrics takes a good amount of outside work to understand some of those concepts skilled nursing. So there's, there's all these, but this takes a lot. And so, yeah, I'm expecting students to study outside of practice and you're going to be in the clinic eight to nine hours. Um, but you're going to have to do documentation and on rough days, I may not give you a topic to study at home, but on lighter days, I will and say tomorrow, I want you to come in prepared to talk about, you know, flexor tendon blood supply and, or nutrition. And so I'm going to give those expectations. And yeah, it's a whole different mindset of, well, my classmates aren't working outside. They aren't given outside assignments. I'm like, well, you are. And if and this is a tough setting. And so if you want to get the most out of it, then you need to step up to that expectation. And I'll tell you, like I had a student once say like, oh, I can't wait till I graduate so I can be done studying. I'm like, oh, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I I study at home all the time. Like I'm always looking up stuff. I get excited when I get a new textbook. Like that's a... You know, I, I'm, I'm look, I look forward to learning more about our craft. Yeah. And I, I'm the same way. I think it's, we're not only training them to be entry-level therapists. We want them to be lifelong learners because things change in, in the field of hand therapy and in the field of medicine, they're always changing. So you're always going to be needing to look up articles and, and really improving your skills because we don't want just, you know, therapists that are out there, you know, not really wanting to advance themselves. We want, we want to advance the field and we want the profession to be better. So Yes, we have those expectations, but they're not expectations that we don't have of ourselves. 
Yeah, yeah. We learn a ton by doing research and, and projects for Hand Therapy Academy. I want my students to be as excited about learning this stuff. And that's a lot. Students need to understand that when they go into a hand therapy setting, they should be doing a good amount of work outside, whether it's for dedicated assignments or just like, I got a patient eval tomorrow and I don't know what I'm supposed to do with Sjogren's or CMC arthritis or whatever it is. They need to be prepared to put that work in and, and, uh, and come prepared. Right. And then no, you know, since they've been doing it during their field work, it can translate when they're in real practice. Right. So we're trying to give them the skills to where they know, okay, I know where to find this in a book, or I know some resources I can ask, or I know, you know, what, where I can find that article. So we're, I feel like we're helping them to really um, integrate what they find and then how to kind of appraise and apply it in a clinical setting. Right. So they learn a lot of those skills in school, but it's translating it really into a day-to-day clinic, right? And I yeah. feel like that's um, where I know some people are like, oh gosh, I can't believe they're making me find that article, right? But it matters, I think, and it's important. And and we've had students kind of push back a little bit and say, "My, you know, I, this this is too much, and and why do I have to do article reviews and blog posts? It's so that you can learn to synthesize that information. Go find an article on a topic that's pertinent, that's that's within our day-to-day practice needs." read it and be able to put it into like, like usable terms and like, okay, this makes sense. I understand how I'm going to use this article on a new extensor tendon plan. Uh, that's, that's part of what we do on a daily basis. So that's why we make students do that stuff so they can do it then as practitioners. Right. And I think we tell them that all up front, right? So they know what's expected of them. And if, yeah. if it's not a good fit for them, I'll tell my students, if this isn't a good fit for you, or you're not up, you know, up for this, then let's figure that out now before we start. Yeah. Yeah. And we want our students to succeed. We really do. We even want the students to succeed who may be struggling and we have to put extra work in or the students that, you know, I'm not sure I'm interested in hand therapy. Okay. Well, here we are. This is the rotation you got. So let's do the best we can. And if you, you know, two, three weeks in say no, okay, let's find a plan B for you. But we really want our students to succeed. Um, And it's just a matter of us putting in equal efforts. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a lot on student stuff, but uh, we are glad you joined us today. And if you have any thoughts or questions for us, shoot us an email at info at Academy.